Like if L3 mm. and 3PO. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It yeah, works. cross those wires. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Holonet Marauders podcast. I'm AJ. I'm a little little sleepy this morning. I don't know why. Matt, I just woke up like 10 minutes ago. Matt and I very uh, late last night. I'm not proud of it. But anyway, yeah, no. I'm feeling pretty bombad today. I think Matt's feeling fairly bombad. Fairly bombad. A little cold, but fairly bombad. Jamie looks uh, <laughs> Jamie looks fine over there. You're feeling bombad? Like this... <laughs> Excuse me. Um, sure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she looks well rested and with a sweatshirt, so she's she's beat both of us right now. I fell asleep reading *Light of the Jedi* last night. Like, can confirm the book Rising was Storm. in the bed. Right, Rising Storm. <laughs> Unless you were rereading *Light of the Jedi*. Rising Storm. I was. Re- <laughs> <laughs> but oh, anyways, <laughs> we're joined here uh, by a great guest today. We're joined by a, a Lady Lorian uh, Dodge. How's it going, Dodge? Hello. Good, good. Thanks you for having me. Yeah, of course. Super happy to have you here. <laughs> Yeah, we've been. Um, I'm a fan of the of the Lady Lorians, you know, since you guys pretty much got started. Um, Aww, I found out about you guys you. through Michael Rexing around. Yeah, he came on your thing, and you know, that got that kind of went around. I was like, oh, these guys are really cool. Um, and you guys are <laughs> you guys are like you guys are really funny. That's like. Uh, oh my gosh! No, you are. I have I have one note. You know, what? we're just gonna get right to it. <laughs> the, the fried chicken ploku. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> Oh, that was so good. I was gonna bring it up later, Thank but I'm you. like, you know what? I'm bringing it up now. What was, uh, right now. What was the inspiration behind that? <laughs> well, give us give well, us the full context, actually, because I don't think all of our listeners okay. know about this. Right. Exactly. Okay, so basically, um, our one of the Lady Lorians, Izzy, is obsessed with Flocoon, and it's like a running joke for us because we're all like, that's just like a fried chicken, like on wheels, and so it's always like, it's always like the joke. Like when I go and visit her, I always bring fried chicken, and like it's just like a running joke. And so we had a birthday episode, and I was like, I need to get KFC for this thing, and then I had to take. I wanted to get a mini lightsaber, but I didn't have enough time, so I had to steal my Qui Gon lightsaber. <laughs> and put it inside the chicken so like as like a little bit i was like we got cocoon on and um it was really i thought it was really funny i don't know if they thought it was funny but i was like this is like the best thing to ever happen that was great <laughs> it was very memorable at least that's that's the biggest biggest takeaway <laughs> thank so. you thank that you. was good and there was the whole uh oh it didn't fly well and neither did he and i was like Oof. <laughs> i think that was on your highlights or something i saw that yes cat like is Oh, so good at that one. I was, I was those one-liners. It literally threw me off. I was like, dang, I should have thought about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's no. that's why I, that's why I love you guys' podcast because like it is just so like loose and funny, and you guys have a really good like um rapport with each other, and I love it, yeah. and I love to see it. Oh, thank I, you guys I, so much. I love to see a group of ladies doing a Star Wars podcast as well. Just saying, I love AJ and Matt. <laughs> thank <but>. you. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's go. We don't, get, we don't get you fried chicken. I'm sorry. No, no. they don't. Uh, no. <laughs> Hey, the opportunity's there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the real questions now that I had for the beginning here, were like, yeah. you know, when we get a new guest on, we ask them about their, it's kind of cliche, but their Star Wars origin story, how they got into mm-hmm. it. And, uh, you know, how how did that come about for you? And how did the Lady Lorians really get started? Yeah, so my personal Star Wars story, 
Um, I grew up in a Star Wars family. My parents grew up going to the movies and stuff. And so they made sure when my brother and I grew up, like we were obsessed with it too. And it was like, kind of just like, it was a part of my life. I knew everything, but I didn't really love it like so much. Like I wasn't obsessed with it, if that makes sense. And so I grew up on Star Wars and it wasn't actually until The Mandalorian came out that I became obsessed with it because I like, of course, I got I downloaded that Disney Plus the day it came out and I was like watching all the other things. I was like, let's just go check out The Mandalorian. And then we saw Baby Yoda at the end of the episode. And it was like a switch that came on inside me. And I was like, that's Yoda, but it's not Yoda. But I don't know who that person is. And I was like, wow, I don't know anything about Star Wars. So I started obsessing over Star Wars, trying to figure out who like the child was. And I ended up just like falling in love with Star Wars, like all over again, rewatching everything and like seeing it at a, at a different perspective, basically. And then the Lady Lorians came about because um, when the Mandalorian came out, I'm in my Star Wars Twitter account and all the other Lady Lorians met um, through Twitter, actually, Star Wars Twitter. And when we met during quarantine, like the very first week of quarantine, because we were like, we have no life and we need friends. So we made a group chat and we started um, like Zooming regularly, like every single day for like three months straight. And we got super, super close. And we ended up meeting Michael through that. We sent him a Zoom link one night and he like joined and it was like, okay, hold up. Like, this is like <laughs> Michael, like rexing around going on. And we started talking about his podcast and stuff. And then um, we ended up getting really close to Michael and Janae and like some other Star Wars fans. And we always had a dream about making a podcast. And we were like, oh my gosh, we could talk about Star Wars for hours. We've been doing it for months. And so we started our podcast in November and it's just been so much fun. We've met literally so many people through it, which was kind of like the big thing about it. We wanted to meet more Star Wars fans. So that's pretty much the Lady Lorians. Um <laughs> yeah, we're vibing the Lady Lorian show. Um yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean it. it's amazing. And it's it's so cool to hear everyone's kind of how they got into Star Wars because it's all kind of unique. Mm -hmm. Um you know, there's like oh the people that were there in 1977 of course and there's the yes. people <laughs> We grew up with the prequels here. Um, and then even mm -hmm. Jamie, you know, Jamie was similar to you, I think. And I don't want to speak for Jamie, but if you want to tell your story. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No. The the short version is um, uh, I wasn't really into it as a kid. Like, I was aware of it. Mm -hmm. And, like, my older siblings weren't, like, obsessed, but they, like, were into it. But, like, I didn't really, like, fall into it pretty much, like, until, like, the sequels were announced because we, like, we're like, oh, well, we're we're in college. We got nothing else to do. Um, so let's just like watch rewatch all the Star Wars movies. And I really, really like fell in love with them then. And it just like grew from there because we got nonstop yeah. content pretty much since like 2015 or so. We've been getting mm -hmm. that content. So I'm just like, well, this is my life now. I'm a totally different person than I was in college <laughs> because I like Star Wars. That is a true fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Like I... I was a Marvel nerd growing up. Like I was known for being the Marvel nerd. And so when Endgame came out, it was like, I was also graduating high school and it was like a moment for me. And I was like, wow, I'm done with my nerd phase. Time to go to college, all this stuff. And then <laughs> the Mandalorian came out. Exactly. I, then the Mandalorian came that. out and I was like, oh no, it's coming I back with nerd really. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I, I loved, like, all, like, the earlier Marvel stuff, and, like, that was, like, a big thing. Like, I was really into, like, the MCU part of it, like, not as much mm -hmm. in the comics, but, like, I was really big into, like, The Walking Dead and, like, really big into mm -hmm. Batman, and so, like, those were, like, my things, and so, like, I was known as, like, that's the girl who really likes Harley Quinn. Holy crap, you gotta, like, look yeah. weird. Um, but, like, like that was, like, the early bit of it, and then it, it switched to Star Wars instead, and so now, mm -hmm. now we're here. 
we're making a podcast. <laughs> Here we are. Meet yeah. people is great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, go off the whole Lady Lorient thing. Um, yeah, you guys have been doing been doing awesome. Um, you know, thank you. I feel like we're kind of on similar wavelengths <laughs> with you with that because we started our podcast during the quarantine as well. I'm sure there's mm. like dozens of people yes. who've done that, but. You know, there was nothing to do. We wanted to talk about Star Wars, and here we are. Mm-hmm. When, when did uh, we it, start? When did we start? October. Our, October? our first yeah. episode was um, around The Mandalorian. Yeah. For, okay, ours was... Yeah, so we're like the same as you. We yeah. had, like, our blog. We had a Star Wars blog, which was the oh, Hollow Nut Marauders, cool. for, like, since Rise of Skywalker came out, mm-hmm. which was, like, December 2019. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't, like, ready to do a podcast yet. Um, so then it took till Mandalorian Season 2 to do that. And... Mm-hmm uh the whole quarantine thing added to that because there was nothing to do nothing i guess do. and it, it made us all feel better and meet people yeah. the whole thing is like yeah jamie and i are um big in the cosplay community um, oh very cool and by big i mean like big. We, we just we enjoy into it i don't mean like we're i don't mean like big into it instead of big in <laughs> i'm Hello. sitting in a room that is filled with like stuff about it like i got like like uh ray staff and Enfys's cloud ripper <laughs> i saw i saw some... your videos very cool. <laughs> Which ones? I love them. Yeah, lots the of ones videos. Guys, yeah, I saw the one. Too. I love your Ray Cost. You look just like Ray. Oh my gosh, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah. So like, we we each have our own like stuff, like Jam the Jenna and like Boston Kylo. Matt is just Matt. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have social media. Um, but... hey. Except, Re- except Reddit. We don't talk about that. Yeah, he's on um, Reddit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In a, in a good you, way, even though. when you said it, say it, it's gross. He spreads the good light. The good, the good word. The good word. The good word is one time Mac came down to visit. He lives about like a half hour away from AJ and I, right? AJ and I live together. Live together. We we're a couple, in case it wasn't obvious. Um, but uh, very cool. Very cool. We, we live together, so Mac comes down to visit all the time. And so one time he literally came down. He spent his entire trip down fuming about an argument he had on Reddit. And the moment he got in here, he, he didn't say it. anything to us. He was just like, Close hey, sat down on the couch, opened the laptop. <laughs> He's typing away. Get back like, on what is wrong with you? My like, mission. <laughs> spread the good word. You just said it. True. Can't stop. Oh my gosh. Not a good it word. Was, yeah. Not a good it word. Was something else. <laughs> I mean, the when the Lady Lorians became together, it was like all online, right? So we just would constantly like argue with people. Not like argue like in a mean way, but like some of uh, some of our friends are like big Raylos, and that was like when Rise of Skywalker was still like the thing. And so we would like I, we would be like we need an emergency Zoom, and we'd all come on the Zoom and be like attacking people, attacking oh, no. people. <laughs> oh, Arguing no. about Star Wars online is a, is an addicting pastime that I it's I just can't literally. break from. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's so much fun. I will it admit, it is a lot of fun. <laughs> it is. It could be like very stressful at times, but then you find your like groups of people that you like mm. really click with, and it makes right. sense. Which is how like we get like these little subsets of podcasts and little um, yes. communities within our own. It's it's really funny how it like works that way. It's like oh, and then exactly. you get in your own arguments against someone else, and it's like well, I don't <laughs> want to do this, but and it's all here friendly, I am. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, all friendly. Yeah, yeah. We're all we're all exactly. fans, right? That's exactly yes. But I guess we're here to talk about the Bad Batch today, right? I guess. Although yes. this conversation has been <laughs> this has been good stuff. Um, we get so off the rails about... really quickly, like all the time. Yeah, um, oh, all the time. And Adrian will try to reel it back in. So I try. <laughs> yeah, it's podcast. It's all good. So we're here to talk about episode nine and ten, uh, yep. Bounty Lost and Common Ground, which Did are totally too like. Law? Lost. You said lost. Okay. I think Bounty Law. Bounty Law is uh, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. In the prep for this, um, AJ was like, "What was it called?" I was like, "Oh, it was Bounty Lost." And he's like, "Oh, Bounty Law." Like, 
from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I'm like, no, no, no it's just, it's just stuck in. <laughs> and my now head. I now I thought you said it. So Bounty lost, and with Cad Bane, <laughs> the other one. Uh oh, AJ <laughs> has another it day. in front of him. Com- common, common ground. ground. Common ground. It doesn't help that my note literally just says "live to fight another day" like on the top of the page. <laughs> because, like, because, like well, that's my, all that my, matters in that episode. Mm, but my notes mm-hmm. say "fried anyway. chicken plocoon." So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only thing that matters. Yeah. I have it circled. <laughs> so bounty so, lost. Bounty, bounty lost. lost. We'll start there. This is we... the episode in which um, Cad Bane has Omega. And in the batch mm-hmm. is trying to find her, and then Fennec Shan shows up, and yeah, gets so, on mm-hmm. with the Camino and from the from the tube. That's my favorite part of the whole episode when she gets oh, buried buried yes. under the, the clone. Vets. Oh my gosh, disgusting! Oh yeah, the vat of uh, <sighs> a day earlier. That little trailer came out, and I posted like, "What's in the vat?" Jokingly, and <laughs> someone responded, "They were like Mountain Dew," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I mean, I guess that's even Ugh. more gross. I know that grosses me out even more. Yikes! What do no, we okay. What do we think was going on there in that little abandoned outpost? Cloning, right? Mm. But <laughs> there was a bunch. There was the Kaminoan in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. There was Celestin. Um, yep. Celestin. I think another species too. One kind of looked like an Abinito, but I don't know. Um, well, they were obviously just trying to like clone as many different species as possible. I think that one big thing that is overlooked a lot with the Kaminoans in general is um, they've been doing this a long time, and the yeah. clone army is not their first like yeah. set of clones. They've developed uh, a reputation oh. by the time of Attack of the Clones because yeah. you know prospectors on Subterrell know about them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you know this is some kind of like old facility. Probably rich clients want to clone themselves to, I don't know, hang Maybe. out with themselves or. Oh, that's a good theory. That's a good theory. Like that. I mean, that's, a, that's what I'm assuming. I mean, you don't get, you don't become like super, super wealthy and build like these giant facilities from, mm-hmm. you know, cloning normal people who pay like 15 bucks. Hey, 15 I'd, bucks. Like, I'd like five, yeah. of, I'd like five of me, please. <laughs> 15 bucks. I need that, friends. That is the yeah, exactly. I need, I need to make a Star Wars podcast. Can you, can you make a few? <laughs> I don't have anyone to talk with, so can you make five more of me to talk to? <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, yeah, we see Omega is captured by Cad Bane in the previous episode mm-hmm. and brought to this abandoned outpost. What, what was the planet again? Do we know? Ooh. I call it Sky Camino. I'm sorry. Sky we'll, call it, we'll call it that. Sky Mino. Did they ever say it? They said the system that it was in. Yeah. They, I, don't, yeah. I don't know planet. if they ever said it. When Cad Bane's chilling in the front and you see the hyperspace around him, and then Star Wars recently like reposted like that just oh. as like a gif, and he's just like yeah. chilling on like with his feet on the mm. dash, and it's like that was this good. man should not look this fine, but he does. <laughs> um <laughs> love him. I love fine Cad, Cad Bane. Bane. He's great. Fine Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Oh, I love I love Western in in Star Wars, like the little hints and Cad oh, yeah. Bane, just oh, so good. <laughs> he's like he's like a punch in the face in terms like, of hints. I mean, the cowboy hat, mm, the showdown, the music. That's all it is. Like the toothpick. Yeah, he's got really dirty teeth. Talk about this endlessly. How Star Wars is just a Western. Like people like oh, yeah. always say, like like it's a, it's a blend. Obviously, like it's a, it's a fantasy in space. It's a space opera. It's kind of a samurai, samurai movie. But mm-hmm. I got the samurai this time, Matt. I didn't forget it. Um, but <laughs> at its core, for me, at least a lot of this content, it is a Western in space, and I can't mm-hmm. get enough of it. Like, 
Yes. I can't get enough of it. I love it so much. Um, between the Mandalorian and Cad Bane, and like the score alone for like these past, um, well, the entire like season so far, like for mm-hmm. Cad Bane's theme, like I have been clamoring for it, and it finally came out last week, and. It was this is just a random side note, but like when I was like listening to it on Spotify, you can like see like the listens, like how many times all the songs were listened to so far. <laughs> so like by the time when the album came out, obviously there was like no listens. And so after it's been out like a week or so, the most played songs are Omega theme and then the bounty hunter has returned. And I'm like, that's all we need. That's there all we, we need. So Everyone good. loves those two songs so and those two songs only. Like, it's literally like I have such a love for I I love Cad's uh, uh theme as well, but Omega's theme just like oh my god! I, even today I was just been like listening and listening and listening over to it, and like I've like a, I've loved How to Train Your Dragon. I don't know if you guys ever seen that, but the score is very similar, and it's just like mm. such a feel good score. It's so good. I love it. I haven't huh. thought about How to Train Your Dragon in forever. I've like only seen oh, the first and it. maybe the second one. I don't remember, but like, mm-hmm. oh my god, that is that's really close. That's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. It's that's like, a cool comparison. Just like the, oh. the the vibes are just immaculate. I love them. Wow, I haven't written that shorthand of How to Train Your Dragon in a while. The HTTYT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, score. But yes, how else hmm. are we feeling, Toto? I, I love Toto and Omega. Matt didn't like Matt doesn't like Toto, I but like I Toto. thought he was he was good in that episode. I liked though. Toto better in episode nine than I did in Clone Wars, like regular okay. Clone Wars appearances. He's Seth Wait. Green. It's like <laughs> right. You have to. You have to, like Seth to Green. <laughs> no, you know what? It's gonna be funny because we're gonna get Seth Green on this one day, and he's gonna be like, "What do you? What do you have we a problem Seth with Green me? This? <laughs> right, we're gonna get <laughs> Seth Green. Oh, I, like, hey, I mean. They make fun of him on Family Guy, so like I think exactly. it's, it's, it's fair. <laughs> One like, day they'll I... release detours, and he'll he'll start doing the rounds and right Star Wars detours. <laughs> See, literally the other day they were like, "Oh yeah, we're not releasing that." So don't get your hopes up. Your hopes are up. I... I have like a love hate relationship with Seth Green because he plays like one of my favorite characters in um I don't know if you get like Ninja Turtles. He plays a Ninja oh, Turtle, yeah. and it's oh, literally the only character that I love that Seth Green has ever voiced. And so when I was wa- rewatching this, I had just watched Ninja Turtles like a few weeks ago, and I was rewatching, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, is that is that Leonardo the Ninja Turtle in the robot boy <laughs> body?" And I was like freaking out. I, I, because, I love when you when you recognize someone like that. Like yeah. at one point, literally in this like one episode as well. Some inflection he had, I was like, that was Chris Griffin. Like, what's going on here? Like, I was oh, yeah. like, he's like lost it. You I'm hear like, it, I, I you're like, wait. You're like, you can't unhear it. All I'm thinking about right now is voiceovers and uh, Owen Wilson. Wow. And I, wow. I've seen, wow. Dodge, I've seen you tweet wow. about Lightning McQueen. Oh, right? love Big that Lightning man. McQueen fan. We're getting a little sidetracked here. <laughs> but okay. in Loki, whenever... Owen Wilson was like off screen, but there's like a line of him off screen. I would just think mm. of Lightning McQueen. Oh so. my god! Because that's all you can hear. Literally, like, literally, just the voice. I, I had to I, mention that because you guys were talking about voiceovers and different characters. <laughs> that's all I could think of. I, I literally cannot. I, I was watching an Owen Wilson film last night, and I literally was like, "It's literally Lightning McQueen." I don't understand how no one can like separate lightning mcqueen from owen wilson like i'm like and it's just lightning mcqueen like i was ready for them to pop up um this is like spoilers i guess have you guys all watched loki yes yeah the next okay at the very end where like they show the different lokis i was like if there's not lightning mcqueen 
I'm suing. <laughs> Mobius, Lightning McQueen. Oh my god, imagine. <laughs> I love that meme crashers. I don't know what else is there. I think I saw that meme. The cowboy this, from this the morning, museum. Dude, yeah. Yes. The, the cowboy from Shanghai Noon. What's his, his name? Movie? What's his name in that at the museum? Uh, um, I don't Jeb or something. Uh, Jedediah. Uh, Jedediah. Yeah. Jedediah. Not that we just watched that recently. We did, and I was making Three crazy comparisons a few uh, weeks ago to something. <laughs> I don't remember what, but. But back to the bad batch. Back to the bad batch. <laughs> we're over at the Ned Museum. Hey, we were talking no, about westerns okay. earlier. We we're we're keeping on track. Oh yeah, this is more on <laughs> yes. track than usual. It was so. my fault. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I I had, I, I had a question though about Cad Bane. What what was his score like in Clone Wars? I don't really remember it, but it wasn't Western- westerny, right? I don't think so. I don't remember. I'll be honest, because like I'm not like I haven't rewatched enough of the Cad Bane stuff to know i mean like it wasn't like him operating by himself really as much because the biggest arc with him is the whole um crashing the senate thing right yeah we're trying to kidnap someone crashing the senate Uh, crashing the senate yeah so it's all connected yeah cad bane's not like the the main person and the main character of like that bit so i don't know this is probably going to get a lot of you guys don't know what you're talking about (laughs) who knows i like i like uh i like bad Cad Bane score. Thanks. Sorry, guys. Cad Bane. I was just curious. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember oh. it either. So, all in the same boat. Lost. Fennec shows up. Talk about yep. another Look incredible her. theme. Oh, so yeah. Good. So good. So good. I. One thing that I love about this episode is um, Omega pretty much just saves herself. Mm-hmm. The batch just happens to find her. Um, because yeah. like she she breaks out of the cell by talking, so she breaks out of the cell, uses her little diplomacy skills, um, and then it's it's great. And then she runs away, and then she outsmarts everyone and listens, but then like gets listens to the batch when she makes contact. But she and then she just takes it upon herself just to get out of there. She literally mm-hmm. saves herself, and everyone else just happened to be in the right place, right time to pick her up, which is good. But like. Yeah, like four dopes chasing after her. Just like they, they have no idea what they're doing. They're just so worried to find her, and like they have no idea what's happening. Like they're just like, where is she? What's going on? And well, that reminds me of the Force Awakens. Ray does basically the same thing. Breaks mm-hmm. out on her own mm-hmm. using her yeah, that's true. Force then, diplomacy, I guess. Can't really yeah. say uh, it was all willing, but and, and then, then of course you have three the, dopes to come the after three her. Dopes to come after her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I just, I don't know how the Bad Batch, like, found her pod, like, when she was escaping, oh, like, how they caught it. I Yeah, like, how did they just, like, know, like, that was yeah. her, and how did they find her, because she's in, I don't know, I was, that whole part, I was like, how did they, the talent, yeah. I guess, I don't know. <laughs> Your talent. It was, it was all gonky. It, it was all gonky. It was all gonky, it was gonky all along, <laughs> that, that is true. Um. No, I mean like let's let's take a look see. Um not that I have the Havoc Marauder ready to go, but I've been obsessed with this ever since I found it. So Wait, like as it's like, zooming in, right? There is enough space. That's where like the stand goes. Don't mind this. Um there is enough space for like a pod to just like connect to it, which makes sense, right? Because then they come up in the middle. Um, but like I, I I guess if they're going traveling enough, they have their own little tractor beam, but it doesn't make any sense. Cause but like how did they like kn- did they know what planet she was on though? Like yeah, yeah, so she got enough of a signal, and then she boosted right. the power so that way tech could find it. 
Um, and then they just went and then they're like, I guess this is going to work. And then they saw an escape pod. So they were probably like, oh, that's her. Because like we have four brains working at the maximum capacity by four <laughs> brains. I mean, it's half of like one. Yeah. Um, because in a panic, I don't think that <laughs> any cell. of them, one brain cell amongst all of them <laughs> that doesn't count for anything. So like, it, it, <laughs> there they go. I just I love, I love Wrecker sequence, just like popping his head up. <laughs> like, I the, know. And then he just, he's just like, hello. Yeah, that was great. Omega, I love <laughs> it. Love them. I, I love the reunion, and then they're all just like there, and even Gonky's in the background, like, "Yay, she's back!" Like even the Gonky was excited. It was just like I love them. Well, he was the so one founder. So. Gonky is the one that found her. Gonky is the answer to all of this. That, that is exactly. He's the key to all of this. Underrated king. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was just like the those special moments when they're like all reunited or like they're all together and stuff. Just. Oh, I love it so much. I love their relationship with Omega, and I love seeing it progress over the episodes. I know it's it's crazy. I keep going back and being like, "Oh, when this show was announced, we thought it was just gonna be like the four or five dudes like going around the galaxy and whatever." Mm. But Omega was introduced, and Omega really drives the show. She really does. Yeah, and their relationship Mm -hmm. with Omega is amazing, like you said. Um, Which you know, scenes with Omega and them brings us into episode ten now. Um, I didn't know if we were done with nine or not, but you know, they're yeah, on, he's on I mean, Wrecker's shoulders eating the popcorn. So good. <laughs> living, living the dream. They're, they're really trying to get that into Galaxy's Edge. They're yeah. like trying to. So they like loosely it have it. They've already like had like a type of the popcorn, but like mm-hmm. um, new, new flavor. Speaking of flavors of popcorn, um, why is Echo sniffing the popcorn? <laughs> I was wondering that too. <laughs> the popcorn. Like, like, I don't know if it's like it looks like it's like kettle corn, but like yeah. kettle yeah. corn doesn't really smell like it's like caramely, I guess. But right. like you know when I don't know, I was like, dude, come on, let why are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't even think he ate thoughts. it. I got two I thoughts. Think he just I smelled it and put it back. So there's there's two thoughts going on about Echo and the kettle corn, which is way more thoughts than there should be, honestly, because it's just a throwaway. <laughs> He's sniffing the popcorn as like a cutaway, right? Um, two thoughts. Um, first thought is Echo. Echo is the mom of the group and he's just making sure mm-hmm. it's safe because he's like what is this garbage um anyway so that's that's thought number one uh, thought number two um since like echo was like hooked up to like the machine for like a year and like a half his stomach is probably the worst in the galaxy so maybe mm-hmm. he wanted to try it and was nervous to try it because he didn't know if it was going to make his stomach upset which is a high possibility because like if you look at the way that like not that i've like paused on this like one scene like for like a day because i have um <laughs> um Tech is literally staring at him like, are you going to eat that? What's going on? Like, what are you doing? What's happening here? And I'm like, it's like, yeah, Echo's eating something. And so it was like, it looked like they were like cheering him on kind of a, like, mm. he's just sniffing it. I didn't even think about that. This, this, is, why, this is all I'm thinking This is about. why people come to us for the Echo's gastrointestinal yeah. theories. Yes, we need to why know. We need to know. It. I really want to know why he sniffs it. If I had one question for the, the show developers and whatnot, <laughs> I would ask that. <laughs> Why I is Echo sniffing the sniff. <laughs> Maybe he's so used to just like the military meals and whatnot. I, I don't know. He's oh. never had any fun and eaten like that funny snack. That's my That's theory. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Do we see him actually eat it? No, I don't think so. I want to. I I might go look it up now. This is a tragedy, actually. We don't. He yeah. he just like sniffs it and like that's it. And like also like, with the popcorn. <laughs> maybe it becomes like a side story like he gets closer and closer to eat it every episode and then finally in the last episode he takes that bite and it's like it's finally like, oh, yeah because he hasn't like be his arc he, will be complete 
I guess I'm going exactly. too deep here, but he hasn't like found himself really yet. So maybe he's like him sniffing the popcorn is like <laughs> his way of in this. He hasn't found Those himself kettles. yet. And eventually he's, he's gonna out. eat it. Yeah. <laughs> but like but that. really though, to actually branch off that though, this episode was was really big for Echo. Um yeah. in the whole sense of they have to go rescue a separatist because Echo just doesn't want to. And then they all kind of just like sweep it under the rug. They don't like mm-hmm. really hear him out at all, which is kind of like garbage. From on yeah. their side, like what, like he's he's one of your brothers, and you're not gonna like even like listen to him. Um, it's right. they they definitely could have like listened to him, but that's that's a different story. Um, but like Echo doesn't want to do it the entire time because the guy's a separatist because he has all of his reasons to not like they made the separatists had made Echo how he is now, and it's they had to go deal with it anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I I love how like Wrecker like took his side immediately. And um, mm-hmm. he was like the only one to really like do whatever. And then it made sense that Tech sided with Hunter because Tech is just gonna do whatever Hunter says because that's even like a point like in the show like um, the the senators literally just like oh you have to trust me and Tech just looks at Hunter and doesn't like say anything himself but Hunter's like all right cool we'll do it so it just mm-hmm. like shows like where Wrecker will trust his heart and then like but Hunter is still the one in the charge at the end of the day mm-hmm. that's my right. deep, deep I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's so like sad watching that though because you know Echo has always been sort of the leader of the team and now he just kind of doesn't know what to do because he does know Hunter is the leader of the team they both like respect each other in that way but you know, Echo like that was his like that's who he was was the leader and so now it's like you know he had all of his brothers killed or you know at least a lot of them killed and now he's half robot and he doesn't know who he is and he now can't even be like the leader of a team or have some sense of like authority in it I guess and so it's kind of figuring out where he still is in the bad batch because I do agree like he he doesn't know who he's supposed to be in the bad batch you know and I I hope at the end of like this series or at least this season or something that we see more of like the brotherhood between Echo and the rest of the team because I feel like that's still something that we haven't really seen a lot yeah yeah, yeah. it's still not that'll 100% be like, there that'll be very satisfying mm-hmm. and of course like you know it'll make for a better like character development you know if they they start off kind of rocky and they even like point out in episode one that echo doesn't fit in yet because uh or he's still new to the team because mm-hmm. the whole smell in their room and whatnot and he's like oh you're still new here we go with echo like, sniffing yeah. again yeah, yeah echo I'm sniffing gonna, i'm gonna go back to echo in the sniffs his sense of smell <laughs> no. what is with it <laughs> oh jeez. tied to his arc guys the popcorn was more important than we thought it, it was <laughs> look at yeah. this it is. I mean, like, think about it. Like, episode two, like, Wrecker, Wrecker bumped his head. Like, I thought hilariously, like, up about in the behind the scenes, like, when they were on Saleucami, and I thought it was the funniest goddamn thing. And then it ended up being, like, the main driving force of, like, the next, like, four episodes. And I'm like, well, yikes. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> so everyone pay attention to Echo sniffing things, because... Yeah, we used to may- have the... Maybe... Maybe the Hunter, uh, or the the Wrecker head hit count, and now we have right. the sniff count for Echo. So now we'll do count. the Echo I sniff know. count. <laughs> we have like one and a half sniffs, maybe two, two sniffs. sniffs. Two sniffs. Okay. Two sniffs. The popcorn, one and a half. I don't know how you half sniff something. I absolutely hate this. It's great. You guys have we're, to mention it, like the sniff count on every episode. Just be I like, will. okay. The yeah. sniff count is now writing it down. Up one more right point. <laughs> we're, we're gonna be I, at the end of the season. We're gonna be like, all right, still two sniffs. We're, we're <laughs> two sniffs holding on, on strong. <laughs> all right, so there's the uh, clone uprising going on. Uh, oh no, wait, we gotta talk about the sniffs. And echo <laughs> in the background in this one shot. I'm pretty sure. 
<laughs> Pretty sure. Contest Pretty sure. clues. keep us on track with um with echo though um he he obviously doesn't fully accept that they saved a separatist but he gives them the best advice that he can live to fight another day which Mm -hmm. i'm sure all of us here are aware of was exactly what Hardcase said right before he sacrificed himself um for the abara campaign and my heart shattered because I, I can't even explain why it shattered just hearing echo say live to fight another day is just like that's a 501st thing. Like, it's definitely something that, like, mm-hmm. Rex would just, like, say to everybody, and they, they're they just passing it along, and it's... I just can't get enough of it, because, like, Echo is still finding himself, and he still feels, obviously, like his past self. He's not a new person, and he he's finding that person, and it's becoming clear to Hunter, because, like, Echo questions, like, everything that Hunter does. So, ah! Guys! I, live hard case! How? <laughs> Wow. I wonder Wait, so- I wonder if Echo was telling that to himself when he was lo- uh like hooked up to everything. Like Ooh. as the days went by, he kept on just saying live to fight another now day. You're, now you're gonna kill Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just came that's, to me and I was good, like, though. wow, that's emo. <laughs> but he, I like, mean he had to. I wonder if, yeah. Oh, wow. Poor man. Wow. I just oh, wanted wow. to be happy. Pictures of oh, popcorn wow. dancing in his head while he's the popcorn so is the, the bridge to happiness for him. Yeah. <laughs> the popcorn is the key to all of this. It is. Exactly. They're going to make Gonky a popcorn machine by the end of the season. <laughs> and we still have it. We still, oh my God. You've heard it here first. Luke, that's going to be a, this is gonna a, be a celebration exclusive uh, Gonky <laughs> popcorn machine. You should make your Gonk droid a popcorn yes! machine. I was going to make him a phone charger. Why not so both? He can be multi talented. Uh, he can be both. So we yeah, are okay. building a Gonk droid, like a life size Gonk droid. Um, but uh, anyway, popcorn that's machine. another thing. Putting that right next to how to, how to trade your dragon in my notes. <laughs> perfect, perfect. That's beautiful. Speaking of droids, y'all, we got to talk about my my favorite girl, GS8. I I love oh, this protocol droid. Yes, I I loved it. It was another like huge piece of um, they're trying to find their place in the galaxy with the batch because like they still don't trust droids. They're so standoffish. Mm-hmm. Immediately finding out that a protocol droid was the one that requested the help, and. Mm-hmm. I, I just loved everything about GS8 also. Like, she was just, like, she's a well-rounded protocol droid because, like, mm-hmm. very, like, strict, but also very, like, flexible in the sense of, all right, yeah, sure, I'll, like, work with you guys and do what you need to do. But, like, then she got, like, really excited, like, helping them. Like, I could do this. This is no problem. And then just so protective of both, she obviously, obviously the senator and of that ancient vase. Like, I can't <laughs> get enough of op- or, um, GS8 in the vase. Like, that is it. That was, like, my one takeaway from this episode is GS8 in the vase. That That's it. I love her. You kind of. I love her. She, she reminded me of like, um, and this is kind of because of what you said, Jamie, yesterday. If you want to bring up the fact in a minute, but yeah, she reminded me of like more polite L three. Like if L three mm. and three PO, <laughs> <laughs> it works. It yeah, works. cross those wires. <laughs> yeah, and then Jamie pointed out that um, yeah, whatever. yeah, so. Um, while we're watching the episode, I'm like, oh, uh, this droid, like, this voice just sounds familiar. So I was like, let me, like, look it up to see, like, who it is. And it turned out to be no one that I knew. However, this is the funnest book, <laughs> facts. This is a really fun fact. So GS8 is voiced by Cyan Clifford. So Cyan Clifford is a uh, actress who was on the show Fleabag, which, in which she played um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's older sister. 
Phoebe Waller-Bridge was L337. So um, these two actresses literally played each other in a different show. And so these voices sounded similar enough in which the droids like sounded similar. So I thought that was yeah. like really, really like a fun little like reference. Like overall, it's like, oh, yeah, like these droids do sound similar because they played sisters in another show. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so respect on the research. Respect. <laughs> Yeah. Dang! Diving into, I think I know that voice. I don't know that voice. I've never seen Fleabag. I've heard it's a fantastic show, but like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the vase moment bridge. also reminded me of Indiana Jones in the mm. Last Crusade with uh, yes. with the dad. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank goodness. It's a fake. You can see it in the cross section. It's like my favorite line. <laughs> That's so good. good. Oh my god. Raxus yeah, was uh oh go ahead dodge oh i was just gonna say like i i i love our little robot queen like becoming like oh no i don't want to like help out and stuff and then at the very end she's like i got this boys and she's like no 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 it's not yeah. the time <laughs> so good like i i love that scene because she's like oh i got the hang of this no problem and like right before that like hunter's literally like oh uh, tech bring omega with you and do x y and z and tech's like uh I can't. Like, she's not here. Yeah. It's impossible considering she's not here. In the most tech way possible. Instead of just saying, oh, yeah, no, Omega's not here. It's like, mm, that is quite impossible. You see, <laughs> like, shut up, tech. Come Sassy on. Sassy boy. I really and want um, GS, GS8. I really want GS8 to join the crew. Like, I thought that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but then they kind of just went into the back of the bar and we don't know Getting what happened. Getting into this talk that upset, it, upset me yesterday. I won't have it. They already have a droid. They already have a droid. But I said just added to the team this time. So I, I changed droids. what I said. Repo and R2 were a thing. So I mean. let, me, let, me, let me rehash. So yeah. gonk droids are important, obviously. Uh, we know this. Uh, gonk, he can provide power to the Havoc Marauder. No problem. <laughs> gonk, he can do that. However, these guys need a droid. Because the way that they like set up like meeting GSA is like they're all just like, oh, God, it's a droid. And then like the entire time, like Hunter's just like, droids. Like these guys suck. And like they all hate droids. And it's just like these guys need a droid for like that sole mm -hmm. reason. The conflict is already there. Plus, every single Star Wars crew has a droid. Right. Like we have Chopper. We have BBA. We got Dio. We have um, R2 and 3PO, obviously. So like every single like group in star wars has their own droid um and then like din Djarin has baby yoda so i mean like uh, you, you give well, and take ig11 but yeah. True. True. i'll give you this usually usually droids come in pairs the short one and then the tall one so no, gonky can be the gonky. short one gs8 can be the tall one unless gonky thing. pulls a chopper on her and kicks her out of the ship <laughs> <laughs> because this there isn't ship. enough room for two droids. i could see it he's like, a bad bachelor after all like <laughs> Gonky, Gonky is tough. Gonky is Marauder tough. Okay, right. but like we don't, we they they don't know what Gonky is saying because he's just gonking along. But like GS8 would be able to translate these gonks for him, and we would know if Gonky <laughs> has a personality. <laughs> like I like to think that Gonky does. Maybe Gonky hates it when Wrecker like deadlifts him. We have no idea. <laughs> he probably does. He's really like I can't. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> stop lifting me. This is hell. Exactly. He, he is the hide and seek champion. So, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, okay, but like the, the way that like the episode ends, we haven't even talked about Omega yet, guys. Um, the way that the episode ends is like uh, Sid literally brings um, the sen senator Avi and um, yeah, Avi uh, Avi Singh. He she brings the senator and the droid like just with her into her back room, and like that's well, it ends differently. But like 
we know that they'll be around next episode because either they need to get brought somewhere or they need to get disposed of. Yeah. Uh, so the droid will appear again and maybe they'll just take it. We're just going to take this droid and leave. I hope like, so. Uh, like Anakin and Padme just steal 3PO from... <laughs> from yeah, they, they, they take him back. <laughs> they just steal like, him. He's literally like, oh, I don't want to be on this ship. And then they fly away and he's like, oh, guess I'm on this ship. There I am. Like, what, are, what do Owen and Varun say? Like, do they turn around like, oh, where's 3PO? They stole my droid. <laughs> yeah, right? And they then later on... And then Owen buys it. 20 yeah. years later. Wait a he minute. No <laughs> scam. Dude got scammed. Yeah. <laughs> Steal a droid, resell it. He bought the same droid twice. How did he not realize that? How? Oh, wait, no. Because 3PO was silver, and then no. he was gold. Oh, also, no, 3PO no. never says his name, which is also pretty sketchy that Owen is, like, just buying droids, even though they don't even introduce themselves. Rude. <laughs> yeah. How, how yeah. rude. Yeah. <laughs> how the heck did we get to that? <laughs> we got to talk about Omega and her uh, degeneric. Oh, uh, yeah. She got the Queen's Gambit going on Hollow over chest. there. Yeah. Oh, still good. Yeah. Seriously. That was... Man. Like... I love how in the, in the last two episodes, Omega's really pulling her weight in the team. She, we're slowly seeing, she's becoming like more and more lovable in like the doing things that help out everyone side of things. So I loved that she helped do their debt. And now we can now move on from Sid, or at least we think that we can move on from Sid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because like this this uh, very neatly wrapped up everything with Sid, because Omega was like, I need to help. Like, I want to help. And mm-hmm. she cleared everything out. And they're like, all right, we can leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's just so neatly tied up and done now. And they're like, oh, well, what do we do now? And it, it was just, I love the way that they did it, too, um, mm-hmm. with she's just like really good at strategy and it's like oh okay well it's making us think more about what is what's going on in her brain and like Mm -hmm. how did she like learn this i mean if uh she's i think that she's obviously really good at strategy but it's probably also she's just been watching everyone play the game the entire time anyway so like therefore Mm -hmm. she can just figure out what's best anyway so it might just be like the jarek strategy not like overall Mm -hmm. strategy but who knows I still, I still haven't gotten an answer on whether or not any of the moves that any of anybody plays on screen are actually legal moves, because the, the <laughs> game actually exists and has rules. And I'm like, I don't know the rules, so and we need to play some. some are they playing uh, yeah. street Dedrick or are they playing like <laughs> regulation yeah. rules? It's the same thing. Here? We'll be playing on the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. I yeah, it's it's so good. Like I love the duo in Sid's bar also of uh Bolo and Catch. Like they're they're great. Yeah. Like yeah, I love how like yes. uh Sid just straight up's like gets mad at Omega and she stomps away and they're just like, It's not cool. That is that is not <laughs> cool that you just did that to that little kid who's in a bar. Like that is not cool at all. But like it's good because like it's it's funny to see like regulars in the bar and um mm-hmm. it's it, like we we like we keep saying it's just cheers in space because like the actress who played Sid was like literally like the Leah waitress in cheers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, oh well, you have the regulars. It's space yeah. cheers. I'm gonna miss it. Space cheers. <laughs> Maybe they'll go I'm, back. You never I know. I am gonna miss it a little bit, but we gotta move on. We gotta move on from Sid in the bar and hey, or they mental. Just- they just got around to giving her any character development at all. And True, now we gotta leave. I, yeah. like, I'm wondering They're like, that's like enough. Payoff. Get her out. Get her out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, what, if, like, what is that? What if the Empire finds where the batch is? This is what I this is my theory. They find where the batch is, they go to that bar and Sid like covers for them or does something as they get away. Because I feel like it needs to pay um, off for like Sid yeah. to help them. I think um, that it could. I think that it would. 
actually, because the I mean, the whole way this episode went is uh, Sid's slinging like nicknames at all of them between like goggles, bandana, dark and broody and tiny in the very <laughs> beginning. Not that I counted. Um, and then at the very end, at the very end, she calls Omega Omega. She doesn't call her Tiny. And so it's like she, mm-hmm. Omega has Sid's full respect because she paid off the full debts and like helped her. Um, and so I feel like Sid will return a favor if it comes down to that, in which like the Empire like is chasing them down or has finally found them on Ord Mantell, even though it's been a couple months. And very clearly yeah. there's these four very like not in place clones walking around in armor <laughs> yeah, yeah in coat armor a bunch of dopes why are they walking like they, they stick They're out so smart. much like one, one brain, brain cell. cell one brain cell between all of them it doesn't matter it what is like their it, next move do you think that's a good question because they still didn't want to of... they weren't ready to join rex i still don't think they are for whatever reason um i know and it mm. seems like they're done doing the the jobs for now but have yeah. they made money? Did they paid off their no. debt? But did they make money? <laughs> no, so there no. you go. Well, they'll, they'll start to make some money, I guess. Yeah. They paid off debts, but like Sid still paid them. But I don't know. They'll travel the galaxy, idea. and Omega will swindle more people in Dedrick for the next couple episodes. Hey, that's that's <laughs> a really good plan. That's a really good plan. And then it'll really be Queen's Gambit up in here, in which like the the parent is just reaping the money from the kid who's like winning all these matches. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, oh my gosh, that thing fell behind me and it scared me. I thought there was a snake. Oh jeez! Oh, I live I in Florida, and so I'm like <laughs> oh. everywhere I go. Snakes, snakes, and alligators. Sorry, that just threw you guys way off. I literally thought I was about to die. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> Speaking um, of Florida, Raxus <laughs> looks nothing Raxus? like Florida, but I, I wanted to, I wanted it looks to talk like about fall how... in New England with all like the red trees. Yeah, and what anything. the hell was that all about? All the red like fall leaves and oh, stuff. Great. Like yeah, I... It looked it like somewhere did. in Europe or something. Yeah, to me, yeah, it I felt guess. like the first like I felt like one of the first planets where I was like, wow, this could be Earth. Like I could see this. Yeah. Being it like felt really familiar. Like I felt mm-hmm. like I'd been there before, and I was like, whoa, I kind of like this place. Yes, yeah, the city streets and whatnot just looked like futuristic, mm. like, uh, I don't know, like Copenhagen or something. I don't know. Somewhere in Europe, like I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. But I, I could picture wow. Andor or Mando or one of these shows, um, like, going Mando. there in live action. It would look mm-hmm. so cool. Did you um, see Mandor? Yeah. <laughs> Mandor. I was thinking Mandor. <laughs> uh, hey, that would be a hell of a team up. That would be. Diego and, uh, and Pedro. Well, they can't. So. Uh, I can dream, though. True, they can't. Hey, you didn't. We didn't see them die. I, they just uh, I the guess. planet just blew up. <laughs> world between worlds. Kylo Ren got off. If Kylo got off Star Killer Base, they could have cut off. But anyways, <laughs> Raxus was beautiful. Yes. Um, each planet they've really gone to in this show has been like gorgeous, and I guess that goes to the whole animation animation uh, skill of the show yeah uh, they've done I mean, a, a hell of a job oh, we, yeah. we've talked about it before with how like uh, lucasfilm tech has always like uh lucasfilm animation and just like um they've always pushed as hard as they can for being like the next cutting edge of all animation mm-hmm. and like special effects obviously and it just goes to show that like this this show is just so gorgeous um in just like the visuals alone and and then you add on all the storytelling and everything but like the whole 
all all of it is just so gorgeous like Baraka is probably still my favorite planet um but Raxus was really really cool like it, it like in like you guys have all been saying like it felt like somewhere I'd like been before which is like weird to see in a Star Wars setting but it, it was cool to experience that actually be like oh wait this seems like it could be like a real place or it seems like I I know where this is kind of thing Mm-hmm. It had a lot of uh, Nabu vibes. Yeah. yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. Which, so, which kind of which that. looks like Earth because they shot Earth. it on location yeah. on Earth in Italy. They right? shot yeah. it on location. Oh. They on shot Earth. it on Earth. Earth. They shot right. it on Earth. <laughs> what a sentence! <laughs> they didn't go to Genosis for that one, guys. They shot it on Earth. Sadly, the budget. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> oh, God. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're baffled by your own statement that. <laughs> I don't. I just didn't know where to pivot to next. <laughs> um, speaking of pivots, I loved the little uh, chase with the ATTEs. Good one, yeah. That's a yeah. good pivot because you know, turn the good, ships. Good segue. The walkers. Um, I I love how theirs literally gets like the legs like blown off the back pretty much, and Tech's like, oh, mm-hmm. it just needs a manual recalibration, and then he's just out there with his like little iPad, just like, and it's like, what are you? You couldn't have done this from like inside. Like, what are you doing? Um, I love that. I I I. I just loved everything about that because like we don't really like we've seen like the ATTEs like in action before, but like this was just really cool to see them like in a cityscape of like navigating down the streets and then literally walking over each other and blowing each other up. And it was it's just so different and walking but it felt the same. Each other, yeah. Well they were. It was really cool. Yeah. 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 Or, geez. yeah. They do walk over each other. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, Are you that okay was over really there? cool. Better words no, than no, I was thinking about what Matt said about it on the stream yesterday and I didn't want to say <laughs> not gonna talk so. about that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the ATTE chase was, uh, very cool, like very, you know, mm-hmm. tight through the streets and they were moving really fast. Like we walkers yeah. usually take so long to move, but it was cool. It was cool to see that kind of, um, cause you know, a lot of people out there like those tanks, those ATTEs mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, it was cool to actually see them in action. That wasn't Geonosis or just some big battle yeah. against the droids or something. They were in battle something against familiar. each other. Yeah. 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 I thought it, I, I, yeah, walking over each other. I just find it so funny whenever they like walk over each other, like when one ship falls and they just like climb over the other. And I'm like, there's people inside and you're just like yeah. killing them. <laughs> hey, that's, <laughs> but it's fine. That's they, the they don't care. I know. Yeah. Like, I, something important like with that though is i i love how this entire mission the batch um they were set to stun the entire time they yeah. were not out to kill anyone they were just in to get their get their guy and get out of there um mm. which is just really cool to see them act, acting as an actual stealth unit finally which is like what their squad mm-hmm. is like, supposed to be right. um and it, it was cool to actually like see that in action and how they they still care that they don't want to be killing any of like their their reg brothers and it's just like wait a second you guys are you thinking of it that way because are you gonna go talk about crosshair like what's what's going on with that like (laughs) yes where is he how's he doing how is he doing is he all right how is he doing (laughs) is he gonna be all burnt up and scarred he has to be right probably he has to be the iconic bad guy with his little scars and stuff it's emo boy He's gonna come back <laughs> eventually. He does definitely. Okay, yeah. so so next week, next week, uh, Crosshair. I hope, <laughs> hopefully, I I never thought I would I would be in a position where I was like, oh yeah, like I I want to see like what's like going on with Crosshair because like they they really haven't like acted that much about like about mm-hmm. it like in the show. But there's mm-hmm. just there's so much like actual like fan wants for him to be in the show. It makes you appreciate it more. And so then and then this is how we get disappointed over things, um, unfortunately. Ooh. So I have, <laughs> but like I I 
I don't know. It's just like, I hope that we see him soon. Like, I, I truly mm. want to know, is he all right? Like, what's going to happen? And I, I want the Batch to, like, be like, hey, we should do something about Crosshair. Because, like, they mm. do care about him. Um, but they seem to not care about him. Because you know what? Not giving a crap about him. <laughs> you know what next week's episode's called? What? Devil's Deal. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. The devil? What's happening? It can't be Sid because like Sid like trusts them now and like it has a heart of gold. We've seen it. Maybe it has to do with maybe it has to do with Crosshair. Maybe not. Is Crosshair I mean, the he's, devil? He's already made the devil's deal. It seems like he didn't make a deal. This was completely involuntary. This wasn't. A, this deal's getting worse all the time. <laughs> this deal didn't even happen. There was no deal. <laughs> True. I I still think that. I don't know. I mean, I've listened to a lot of people and their opinion on crosshairs and a lot of people think that, you know, obviously when we've seen people or clones talk about them that have switched like from the chip and then come back to like who they really are and they're like, yeah, we knew everything that was going on. Like we just couldn't stop it. I wonder if crosshairs, like a lot of people think that crosshair obviously knows what's going on and is slowly not trying to fight it anymore because he's keep on seeing the bad batch choose omega over him and it seems like they just have completely gone over the fact that crosshair is just like gone like it's never gonna happen again and so i wonder if crosshair even if they get his chip out or something if he'll be for the empire because he just saw how fast they turned on him so i want i personally believe that he's gonna come in and save the day and then i do think he's gonna die at the end of this season unfortunately yeah. i'm sorry yeah. but i think gonna he's gonna have like a redemption yeah but i agree I, as much as i love that i'm so sick of the redemption where i mean mm. i'm gonna sound hypocritical aj because okay. i like i actually <laughs> like ben solo's death but i'm tired of the redemption <laughs> too, and death trope over and over mm. again i want I don't know. I want Crosshair to come back, and I want season two to have six members of the Bad Batch. Mm. Or, sorry, seven. Sorry, Gonky. Gonky. <laughs> yes. Here you go. I. How do I want to explain this? So, like, uh, I I agree with that. Everything that's been said so far, but um, I think that with the whole, they're conscious of what's happening when they're under the influence of the chip. The Crosshair has really only interacted with them once since um, since he's left, and it was everything on Braca, uh, and he he missed his shots missed, mm. and he doesn't miss, and I think that that's that's a big a big piece of it. Did he miss on purpose, or Ooh. or did he miss because he's he's too there's too much going on in his head. Like, I, I feel like it could go either way. Like, he's actively fighting it so much because he easily could have sniped, like, tech off of the thing. Um, and then he easily just could have shot Omega, but he didn't. So... I like that theory. <laughs> he missed, and he whole, doesn't miss. It's the whole Chewie shooting... Ky and not to bring up Kylo mm. again, but shooting Kylo <laughs> in, like, the hip rather than straight yeah, on. Yeah, yeah that's... Right. Subconsciously, he's thinking about these are his brothers and whatnot. Um, yeah, and I like that. I haven't thought of that. We've never yeah. talked about that. That's yeah. good. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder though, like if he's ever going to stop like missing, I guess, because yeah. that was before he got freaking marshmallowed. So right. yeah. who knows if like, he was like, dude, you like roasted me. So mm -hmm. we're Literally. done. I'm, tr I'm stopped fighting it. Like there's no point. So I wonder if he will ever, you know, just stop fighting it or if 
he will continue to fight it. I don't know. Crosser just doesn't seem like the guy that would keep fighting over being constantly like betrayed by them over and over again. He he needs he needs more time on screen because all of these yes. thoughts are just things that all of us and all of the fans are thinking because we, we just yeah. straight up have not seen him enough to have these thoughts of what is he actually thinking. Um, we get a glimpse of it in episode three. Whenever it's like the split episode when they're stuck on the moon and it follows Crosshair with his crew. Yeah. And he goes it. into the old room and he's like looking around and he's like, this is different. Like, mm. yeah. He kind of has like a little bit of a thought there, which is cool. But, but we don't know what the thoughts are. We don't no, know. Yeah. Is it, is it, does he miss them or he's like, I'm glad these guys are gone? Like, yeah, which, could be either. which Let one me go is shoot it? Civilians. I'll be <laughs> yeah. And then, and then war crimes are going on. So, like, I, we just need to like see him more on the show. That's that's yeah. it at the end of the day. Definitely. Yeah, and I that agent why I bought the Crosshair Funko. You were very surprised that I did, but that is why I did. Because redemption, hold it on. No, I need the full <laughs> set. That's why. <laughs> and we have Omega. And we have Omega. So we have the full nice. set. And nope. I have the ship. They didn't Echo make Gonky. And Wrecker on the way. They didn't make Gonky. Have they ever day. made a have they ever made a Gonk Funko? I don't think they so. made the they made the ones from Solo that like fought each other in the cage. But we never got oh, that's that. Right. They did. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a random wow. like okay. duo one with like the saw blades. They should have made like a Rock'em Sock'em Robots game out of that. Oh my gosh! That anyways, would be so cool. that would have been great. <laughs> L three wouldn't have been happy, but no, that would have been <laughs> not at all. Not at all. She <laughs> rest in peace, miss her. I do have a uh, I do have a question of the week. Okay. We, are we done awesome. with the bad batch? Was there anything? I else? I, I think. Because we, yeah. we went off about Crosshair, so. True. <laughs> so, question of the week, which I had for last week, but we never got to use, is um, you're in a hallway. It's uh, in a post-Order 66 clone ar- army, or I guess any army, but that's what I wanted to use to relate it to the Bad Batch, is after okay. you, coming down the hallway, and you can pick one Jedi to defend you. Who's it going to be? I have a question. Yeah. Are we also a Jedi, or are we just ourselves? You're just yourself. We're you can't do anything. You're a contract. <laughs> Can it be like any Jedi or Jedi that's alive? Um, yeah. I guess any Jedi. Any. Jeez. Okay. Okay. Interesting question, AJ. Jedi that is alive would be cool, though. Mm-hmm. You know what? Any Force user. Okay. I don't know if that really is a huge distinction. Well, but... I thought about Maul. Oh, so now we're going dark oh, side too. Oh, Mr. Sith Beanie too, over there. Okay, Jedi, Jedi, <laughs> Jedi, Jedi. It's Look just it, saying Jedi. Reel it back in. Let's let's. Reel I got it excited. Okay, so you're running down a hallway with an army chasing after you. Pick a Jedi to protect you. Yeah, from the more army. So back against the wall, they're coming towards you, and you need one Jedi to defend you. That's my okay. visual. Okay. Um. I am going to pick Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> As you should. Uh, Solid choice. Because I feel like he would just be the best and we would figure out something quickly to slip away because he would he would do what he could and then we would mm-hmm. just eat out of there. That'd be that. That's that's it. There you go. Smart. <laughs> Not oh, either Matt or Dodge, whoever wants right. to go next. You got one or okay. I'm gonna go really controversial with this one. Oh boy! As he should. Of course. Super controversial. I'm going with Pong Krell. 
That is very controversial. Because he that's is very good. good at killing clones. That's <laughs> true. So I'm in. <laughs> very smart me, choice. You're trying out, to General save your life. Help me out. I can't. Uh, I can't do this on my own. So if if he takes out all the clones and then what have do you he, do you and him just go your separate ways or yeah I shake his many hands and then I walk all <laughs> four of them or I am out. What is, oh, what, is he, what beef does he have with me? And I'm I'm just a. I thought it was Order sixty six. I didn't think it was just any time with the clones chasing us. That's I, I no, just thought it was Dodge, Dodge asks. I you can change it. You change it. No, I like the anytime. Anytime. <laughs> all right. Anytime. Okay. But Obi Wan's still a so, good choice. I would yeah. I would have picked him. I almost picked him. What you got? I I have to go with my boy Qui Gon because I feel like he would be so nice to the clones. He would be like, guys, let's talk about this. Why are you chasing after us? Like, I I was thinking about like who would be the best Jedi to like kebab them, but I don't think. I would want to be in their presence. So I was like, maybe Qui-Gon can convince them or distract them while I escape or something. Also, I love him, him and his luscious locks. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I those, those will help. See the wind blowing down the hall through his hair. He pulls out yeah. like, a table and some drinks, sits down. You went yeah. in the complete <laughs> opposite direction as me. You're like, oh, you know, who can, who can have a nice conversation with them while I slip out? And I'm just like, who can murder them all really fast? <laughs> I love it. Just mow these dudes down. <laughs> I'm both, uh, work. both ideas. I'm gonna bring us totally full circle here, and I'm put. I'm picking the fried chicken himself, Plo Koon, <laughs> because Why? you can't you can't diss his lightsaber skills because he died flying. True. We're not flying here. We're, we're in a hallway, and he's getting his hallway scene right here. All right. Or mm. he's either gonna be badass and take everyone out, or he's gonna be like. Remember that whole not to me thing? Yeah, he's going to be super sad, dude. And they're going to be like, oh, he's no, not going to be able to kill them. All the chips are going to malfunction. They're going to be like, oh, this is the dude that didn't think we were expendable. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll all leave. We'll go to the movies. We'll hang out. Wow, that's a, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get Mantel Mix. He's going to adopt all of us. <laughs> wow. Wow. Process. Get out the papers. I yeah. love this. We have the good. murderer. We have the master and <laughs> apprentice. And then we have the dad. There you go. This is <laughs> wow. That that was good. That's a good good question. A good group. A good group. Great group. Yeah. I think they they'd all get along. Probably not. No. <laughs> sure. No. Yikes. Qui Gon and Plo. Well, and three of them. Three of them would. Obi Wan, mm-hmm. Qui Gon, and and Plo Koon would get along just fine. Pong Krell yeah. would be talking in the theater, and all of his various <laughs> arms filled with snacks. Yeah, I said yeah. I was taking my crew to the movies. You went Look. to the movies. They're all in the movies. Pong Krell will like not be invited. Four buckets not. of popcorn, and he's just going nuts. Pong Krell reminds me of talking. He's 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 making noises. I mean, he's just a terrible, terrible person. He reminds me of Bubble Bass from SpongeBob. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I don't know why. Pickles. Yeah, well, that's why he's grumpy. He has to hide the pickles under his tongue all day. <laughs> okay. Um. Wow, we almost made it the entire episode without a SpongeBob reference, True. but there it is, AJ. It you is. ruined it. <laughs> no. we'll have to redo the whole thing so that's it yeah, start from the top. Top. No. <laughs> thank you so much dodge thank you so much for coming on the holland Riders podcast uh we we loved having you uh where you can so we for having me where can we find you on social media uh you can find me at oh, mando underscore what's underscore up 
really difficult name. Don't know why. I still, I don't know. I should change it. I'm thinking about it. Um, that's, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I don't really post on TikTok anymore, but those are my social medias. You can find the Lady Lorians at Lady Lorians on everything or the Lady Lorian show on YouTube, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well and Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, those type of things. Perfect, perfect. We'll, we'll tag it. I will do my best to find it. And sp- I, I, I follow you, but um, <laughs> no, I'm good. You're good. No worries. We'll tag you, and then yeah, and then Holland Up Marauders. You can find us on social media. Um, all the social medias at Holland Up Marauders on Twitter. It is just at Holland Up Marauder. No S because Twitter is weird with the length of their usernames. But anyway, um, thank you guys so much for listening to the Holland Up Marauders podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.